0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. This is an ENN special report. Now reporting
1: the very handsome Jewish man Peter Rosenberg. ENNs at six.
0: When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. the espn new york news desk here's rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is now one of your show is number one
1: hi everyone welcome hi. to to enn on Tiwi. Ray row i'd like to say good evening to michael he's a clown ed. and to don i think that hurt michael more than the pipe and to, yeah. and to myself. Show me tongue and mouth or show me nothing. <laughs> so I had a clean day? To jo- to Joe Willie Namath. You just used the phrase, let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> Haven't you been honest? Yeah, that's me? right. <laughs> uh To Joe Buck. Absolutely. You guys
2: have a great afternoon. Keep doing what you do. It was <laughs> dripping.
1: I got to tell you... You needed a bucket. To was pick it up dripping, drip. Don,
2: or was it oozing? I, it might have been oozing
1: with uh, sincerity. I, I get the, I get the feeling that you run into Joe Namath, uh, Joe Namath, Joe Buck at the uh, exact opposite of Joe Namath. I get the sense you run into Joe Buck in the right moment, Don. You might get the the, the saltiest cup of sarcasm you've ever gotten in history. Yeah. And he's, I, he's legitimately funny. And he's very funny. But I could see him being. I, I could see him having no time for uh what's the what's the word the phrase Michael? He doesn't suffer fools. That's I feel. it. How about that? That's it.
0: Absolutely. You guys have a great afternoon.
1: Keep doing what you do. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's basically like you're a bunch of local right. yokel hacks. I'm going to go on Wee right now. That's and then he, then, he, then he
2: mocked the the the, the Twins-Blue Jays playoff oh, series, yeah. which is on ESPN. No, no, no.
1: Hold on. And then he mocked the Yankees. Yeah. This is all in the last 10 seconds. Of the year. And, and Yankee fans already hate Joe.
2: But I so. got right back at him. I said, the same guy the Cardinals are starting. Oh, there you go. He's a clown head. Yeah. No, he's not. He's brilliant. He's a clown head. No, he's not.
1: Show me tongue and mouth or show me nothing. Not a big fan of clown head. <laughs> what? As a phrase? Yeah. Whoa! He's clown head.
2: I think clown shoes is funnier.
1: Clown shoes is what it's <laughs> uh, what it was. But what's most like. scary though is a clown head, not a clown that shoe. Great great point out of you. By the way, I really do recommend uh speaking of scary the new um American horror story. Is that the one with Kim Kardashian? Oh, that's right. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I like it, Anthony. You don't like it so far? I think it's slow. No. I think it's been a little slow. Really? You watched both episodes? Yes. Wow, I think it's been really, really scary. I don't know. Hmm. It's been good. Like the scare factor, of course, has been good. I just think the the think story, I think the story's been a little slow. Yeah, Not don't Interesting. Know. But But I, I, listen, I strongly recommend. And also, quick TV note from the weekend because I haven't gotten a chance to plug it enough, and it's actually finished. The most underrated show on TV in the last couple of years to me just came to an end, sadly, um, on Apple TV, and it's called Physical, and it's starring Rose Byrne. That's her name, right? That's all right, and Michael. Bobby Cannavale's wife. Rose Byrne is Bobby Cannavale's wife? Mhm. Currently? Yeah.
2: Former Raven? Current <laughs> Raven? <laughs> yes. Really? I believe so, yeah. No way. Would you like me to look it up for you? I
1: would. I okay. would. You know, Bobby's my old neighbor. And you never met Rose. Well, they weren't they definitely weren't together when we were neighbors. That that that's for sure. Huh? Bobby
2: Cannavale's wife. Yeah. Oh, right. Jenny Lumet. Mixed. Yeah. Oh. that's a totally different person. Well, who am I thinking of? Rose Byrne.
1: She's she's in a lot of shows right now. She's in that show Platonic. Rose with Byrne Seth Rogen. She was in Neighbors and Neighbors Two, also with Seth Rogen. I'm glad you made me look that up. She's right an Aussie, right?
2: She's an Aussie. She, oh, Byrne had been in a relationship with Bobby Cannavale since oh. 2012. They have two sons, born in February oh. of 2016 and November Man. of 2017. I knew I
1: was right. Oh wow! You didn't know that. No. All, again, all after I. All this is all after. So when I lived in the same place as Bobby on Eighty Sixth Street, he was just becoming the man. All right.
2: This is after being together for nearly a decade. Burn and Kandavalli told Vulture in January twenty twenty that they consider each other husband and wife, even though they're not officially married. Hmm.
1: But now, but now it said he's with someone else. Right? Could that be, like? Our stage name Rose Byrne. No, Jenny uh, Lemay is Rose Byrne
2: else. still with Bobby? Well, he's just
1: this <laughs> is <he's> just like <laughs> Ask Gene, the it Michael go. K edition. He's obsessed with it. Anyways, go watch Physical. It is a tremendous show. It's only a half hour. But it's like, it's funny and dark and, and awesome and so underrated. And, and I'm forgetting the gentleman's name, who, who's the, her male counterpart in that show, who's like a comedian who, who plays oh, the here, husband. here
2: it is. Here, oh, hold
1: on, he's on more work.
2: Cannavale was married to Jenny Lumet, the director, Sidney Lumet's daughter. Right. And Lena Horne's granddaughter from 1994 to 2003. So he is with, in fact, Rose Byrne now. But they're not legally married. Oh, wow. This is all just fascinating. Like I'm glad a, when I know pop culture stuff I'm that so impressed. He's a like, like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you bring it all back, Don. By the way, the Sala and Namath interviews are on Yes's YouTube sure. right now. Decide
1: for yourself. Yeah, what a bad take from Danny. Yeah.
3: I
2: blood, a lot you, of people. You think that, does that does that get Danny a couple of days respite?
1: Or
3: what? No, because <laughs> yeah, I'm I, getting a lot of feedback on social media th- of agreeing with him. Really?
1: You know what though? Is it possible we have a lot of clown heads who listen to the show? He's well, a no, clown head.
3: I, I thought Danny was coming from a, a, a positive place of I don't want to see. But what would him have been, look bad? But what would have been the part in which he looked bad? He made it seem like Danny that he didn't remember what he said last week. And I think he was just kidding around. He knew exactly what he said. He was constantly reminded of it. But uh, if you don't think he was playing around, then there's two examples of him forgetting, what he said last week and meeting Zach. So I guess that could be enough to get people concerned.
1: Yeah, they're, they're looking into the Zach thing too much. He's met a have met a lot of quarterbacks who've come to this town, Michael, Don, and Peter, and... You know him for a moment, and uh, then they're people, gone.
3: There are people that Joe was with in his heyday. That's right. That if you were with them on your deathbed, you would. your last words would be, I was with this person, that Joe forgot he was with. 100%. <laughs> That's
1: very, very true. I had a, a three-month affair with Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> uh, very lean, you know. Her and Terry. I had Terry and Janet at the same time, Dom. Yeah, remember Twiggy? Turned Twiggy down. Little no too interest. Lean. Too lean. little too lean.
3: Um, There are people that swim across the Atlantic Ocean to be with Twiggy. Not he's anymore. He's like, I'm good. No, he, he, well, She's it. in her 80s now, but back in the day... <laughs>
1: All right, guys, there's a lot to do. No, uh, this is good. Did we, did we, <laughs> did, did, has, uh, Anthony, has ESPN made a ruling that we've heard about speaking on the big baseball story of today? I feel like it's one of those things that we would need to get approval to talk about. That Boone's coming back? No, no. We, well, first of all, I should mention that, by mm-hmm. the way, according to Andy Martino, Aaron Boone will be back as the. No, no, no. Manager. Wait, wait a, wait a minute. Don't give out bad come information.
2: On. I love Andy Martino. Sources tell him that Aaron Boone's expected to come back. That's always been the expectation. Wait, what did Things I say? Things could change. What did I say? You said
1: he's coming back. According to him, he'll be back. Okay, sources. He, no, no.
2: He didn't say that. He no. said no, no. So uh, I'm according saying, to sources,
1: sources, he's expected to be oh, back. Okay. You know, then the why is anyone bring it up? You know what? No, no Anthony. Bad job, Eddie. You. I told Anthony burger. that it was not. It was not. No, no. I read it myself. I read it myself. I just thought it meant something. Apparently, it was nothing but a v- verbal. You know, it was it was the impossible hogwash. burger. Nothing. Yeah, there was. It was a nothing burger. Well,
2: the fact that Andy Martino, somebody that I truly respect, actually reported it. I mean, that would lean you more no. to thinking he's coming back. But nothing's been settled. He still has to meet with Hal
1: Steinbrenner this week. All right. So I can talk about the story in question, and that is the Trevor Bauer story. Mm, That was a good idea to get that check. Former uh, major leaguer Trevor Bauer. Former Raven. Current Raven. And the woman who accused him of beating and sexually assaulting her in 2021 have settled their legal dispute. Now, I have not watched the video of him going through and talking through this for the first time, Uh, But this is a very, very interesting addition to the story. Quote, both of their respective claims have been withdrawn with prejudice effective today. Bauer was, of course, suspended for 324 games by Major League Baseball. It was reduced to 194 games. And he's now playing in Japan. Then Bauer sued the woman and she countersued. Their settlement calls for no exchange of money between the parties. This is the part that I don't understand because I'm not very bright. Mm -hmm. But the woman will receive a separate $300,000 payment from insurance, according to her attorney. Michael, how does that work? I don't know. You're useless. I don't know. I've never sued anybody. No. How would he know? But yeah, this... um this video that Trevor Bauer put up on Twitter, which I have not been able to watch the entire thing yet with volume because it came out while we were uh, on the air. I saw it for the first time we were on the air. It looks very, very interesting. Um, it's It, it has 14,000 retweets. And he posted it four hours ago. Two years later, and I can finally talk about this. And it's him going through and basically breaking down how he was set up according to him uh, including it looks like evidence of conversations and video evidence um, to support that claim well so, i mean
2: you know a lot of people are saying you know well he was wronged well let let's see because it was not thrown out uh judge says, said that he he's not considered innocent and let's see if any team picks him up because you know what—he's a heck of a pitcher, and I don't think anybody's going to touch him. You think they still won't? I, I still, I still think they, they won't. I, I'm
1: going right. to, I'm going to go out here on a limb and say he'll be back next year. Well, we'll the, see. the fact that they
3: settled does not resolve anything in the court of public opinion. No, like, no, he's not innocent. She's not a liar. All it does... He could be. He could be, too. But all
1: it does, the only thing it did, it seems so far, is, because this was about them countersuing each other, suing each other for what's been said, not the actual event. What it did, though, was free him up to speak and show, right. in his eyes, what is evidence that he did not do it. Um, obviously, I, so I can't speak let on me, it me, watch Let it.
2: me read you this, okay? All right. This is from Megan Cuniff, legal affairs journalist reporting from courtrooms in L.A., and Orange County, all right? Okay. She writes, the trial had all the makings of an absolute bleep show. Judge Selma already issued key rulings, including rejecting Bauer's motion to dismiss his accuser's counterclaims. The judge's order says Bauer was never cleared
1: of wrongdoing, as he claims. Never cleared of wrongdoing, Right. as he claims. All right. Anyways, we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on this as as the days go on. I, I will tell you this, this is
2: this is a it, it's a warning flare. I mean, we are very quick to judgment in in this society. Now I, I don't think that Trevor Bauer is a paragon of virtue by because even the stuff, if he if he did this stuff, he's not exactly somebody that you have over for Thanksgiving dinner. but but my point is we cannot prosecute and then sentence to a life of of, of banishment. Until a court decides, right? You just can't. I know anybody could charge you with anything, Peter. Tomorrow,
3: I know. And these, these yes. taken
2: off the air then, no, probably and, right. But
3: you know, that, that's the problem is, is that these sports leagues now are handing down punishments before there's a conviction, or even
2: if there is a conviction, right? Because they're afraid of the public's reaction.
3: Right, because you look awful if it finds out that it was true, and he was allowed to play two seasons, right. You know, but then there's the other side of it. Well, what if he loses two seasons and he didn't do anything? Now, in this Bauer case, is it possible it's just a question of who thinks what's illegal? Because it does sound like something happened. Bauer didn't think it was illegal. She thought it was. So there's a misunderstanding there of what was allowed and what's not allowed. It's a pretty ugly situation. Because I don't think anything was in question that they were together, Right.
1: No, no. He shows visual proof of them being together in the video. So that's why
3: there's the nuance of, well, something happened. Trevor Morrow didn't think it was illegal. She thought it was.
1: Again, and now you can watch. As we talk about how careful we all have to be, let me be very careful as I talk about what I've seen. What it appears like is in the video, he is showing evidence of her saying, this is a setup. I am going to get him. That, hmm. that is what the video why appears wasn't that, to be. But why wasn't that allowed? I, I, that, you know. I'm, unfortunately, I am not a legal expert. Um, but I'm going to get to the bottom of this, Michael, if it's the last thing
0: I do. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Let's go back to some foosball for a moment. DNR earlier, uh, Rex Ryan saying he believes the Jets can make the playoffs.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's realistic. Without question. Oh, sure. Without question. Yeah. I think it's a playoff caliber defense. It might not be Super Bowl caliber, but it's a playoff caliber defense. I think as it goes on and this staff has a chance to say, all right, this is this is what we, we have. This is how we're moving forward. Uh, remember, it's a brand new staff. Offensively, So instead of all offseason was everything about Aaron Rodgers. Well, now it's about we, we don't have Aaron Rodgers about this kid right now and what we're going to do with him. What I saw, they understand they have to make adjustments. And I thought it was great. Like, they would show blitz. You know, like, this Kansas City defense coming in was pretty pretty well thought of. You know, Zach looked comfortable back there. And I think that allows him to use that skill set, that NFL skill set. All right, has- thanks,
1: Rex. And this is more interesting. Here's Rex saying Joe Namath was out of line on our show. Last last week
0: you know, when Namath said what he did, how much time has he spent in that locker room? How much time has he he watched? You know, does he watch tape? Does he watch all that? The answer is no. All the respect in the world for Joe Namath. I love him. Yes, he's the the greatest all-time Jet. No question about it. But, I mean, come on, dude. You don't know anything about the situation. All right. And so, to me, that's why I'm saying, unless you're in that locker room, I don't think... Here's what we're doing. We're assuming he doesn't have the locker room. We're assuming that. And we're basing it on how he handled, not only the way he played, but how he handled the press conferences previously. And up until this year, he's been brutal. And I'll be the first to say it. He was absolutely brutal. I wouldn't follow that guy anywhere. Now, after this, and that, this is the Aaron Rodgers effect, I believe, that Aaron Rodgers, I said he can affect the season anyway with his leadership. I think this kid has grown a little bit. Accepting responsibility. they a have-
3: uh, he's Joe Namath. He can do what he wants. Yeah, I mean, if, he, if I can be yo-yo and
1: throw out my, opinion, I know. Then about then why say, can't Joe Namath? Well,
2: well, didn't didn't Rex destroy uh, Salah last Destroyed year? Him. Oh, just was abs- he in their locker room? No. Maybe. Also, the, the, everybody everybody wants to talk about the periphery stuff that Joe said. He essentially said that Zach Wilson couldn't cut it, and Joe Namath can see just watching the games whether or not I think somebody could cut it. The other stuff was just on the periphery. The main thing he said was Zach Wilson needs to be a backup for Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Tell me he doesn't have the right to say now, that.
3: Now, where he might have been out of line, what Rex is saying is, is that, that Salah and, and Zach lost the room. There's no way that Joe could know that. He's not in the room. But there was enough
2: reporting out there that it was at least a story. But he has also said that, when, that he has lived, that when a quarterback struggles, they do lose the room. Hmm. He wasn't saying specifically. He's just saying, if they're yeah. saying
1: they haven't lost a room, they're wrong. All right. So baseball notes. Buck Showalter. Of course, out as Mets manager, here's Buck reflecting on his time with the Mets.
2: I was honored to get a chance to manage a second New York team. I'm proud of
0: what the Mets did. Uh, we won close to 180 games in two years, especially last year. As much fun as I've ever had in a game, it reminded me why I always loved this kind of work. I wish things could have gone
2: better this season because the Mets fans deserve that in my heart. You know, you always wonder what could happen if this hadn't happened or that hadn't happened, but I try not to live in that world. You know, Steve and Billy, they've got uh, you've got good leadership and ownership here, and they've got a perfect right to go in a different direction and I hope you give the next person in this job the same respect you gave me
1: gotta tell you man one of the all-time yeah. class acts to ever coach or manage in this town you know what I'm gonna say
2: something that I have not said and I, I, I truly believe this If the Yankees are going to reorganize things and not be as heavy handed when it comes to analytics, you know, pick and choose and stuff like that. If you listen to Aaron Judge yesterday, he said, listen, we get a lot of numbers and they're all great. He said, but I think sometimes we concentrate on ones that we shouldn't concentrate on. Tell me that there's not room for Buck Showalter. As somebody on the bench, somebody in the in an advisory role, tell me that he can't be this generation stick Michael for the Yankees. Tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me how it doesn't fit. And I still think he's not done managing. Because if they get rid of Phil Nevin in Anaheim, and I'm not saying they should... And Zach Manasian continues to be the GM. Manasian loves Showalter. Maybe he brings him out there. There was talk that he maybe would get the San Diego job before Bob Melvin got it. Bob Melvin, I hear, might be fired. Maybe because of Manny Machado, who loves Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter ends up there. Oh, yeah. Buck Walter's just 66 years old. Dusty Baker's in his, I think, 73.
1: Buck Showalter can still manage. Agree with you 100%. You you just referred to Aaron Judge's comments. Let's hear from Judge on analytics and how they're used with the Yankees.
0: The Yankees got all the resources. They got all the tools. They do a good job of that. I think it's now just about you know making sure we're filtering filtering down the right information. You know, and I think we're gonna get that all squared away. You know, we're we're in a good position. I think we got a lot of good information. So we're gonna have some good conversation this offseason and get everything right.
2: I got to tell you one thing, guys. Um, I I was there for that media availability and then I spoke to him myself for 10 minutes. I came away so impressed with the way he thinks and how he can help this team moving forward. He's got opinions, he can articulate them, he sees things that maybe you would think that a ball player doesn't see, and I think Hal Steinbrenner should use him as a resource because it's important to have the voice of somebody in that room. Not a manager, in the room that talks to these players and interacts with them and knows what works and what doesn't, and I think he's ready for that assignment, and I think he took the fact that he was named captain very seriously, and he and Garrett Cole are in lockstep on what they think needs to be done. I came away so blown away by how articulate he was regarding the changes that needs to be made.
3: That makes you feel good. He's your leader. He's your captain. He's not nobody. Not just some player.
2: No, he's a partner. Man, when you sign me for nine years, yeah. he's a partner. Has to be.
1: Speaking of leaders, leaders. Oh no, I'm embarrassed. The Knicks are back, baby. Oh, that's right. All the NBA teams reporting, doing their big press day. Mm. Not everybody reported, but the teams. Did. Sure, sure. Here's Tom Thibodeau on the big Knicks upcoming season. So I think it was a good summer. I think the big thing for us is the continuity of the team, but also adding Dante and then having the understanding that last year has nothing to do with this year. And so we have to start all over again. We have to build a base. We have to get a baseline. We have to put the work into each and every day. And we have to do this together. We we can't do this individually. It has to be done as a team. You
2: know what makes me nervous, Peter? Signing DiVincenzo helps, makes them better, but they lost ground on the Celtics and the, the Bucks. They certainly did. Boy, the Celtics, what a move over the weekend. Unbelievable how good a move. And then getting Lillard for, for the Bucks makes them better. The two teams that you're chasing just got better. You got
1: better, but they got much better. I, I have to admit, I was also sad to see Rob Williams go. He's another, after Marcus Smart, Rob Williams is probably the, the, the Celtics fan favorite player, like the mm-hmm. real fan's favorite player. Um, And they're both gone, and that stinks. But, man, Michael, in the Marcus Smart deal, they got a better kind of Rob Williams player in Chris Dapp's Porzingis. Mm -hmm. And then in the Rob Williams deal, which also included Malcolm Brogdon in a draft pick, which I'm not saying that's irrelevant. Um, It's not. They ended up getting a replacement for Smart in Drew Holiday, who's better than Smart. So even though I hate seeing those guys go, uh, they improved the team.
2: And also, just to look at Don's favorite team— they got some haul for Lillard.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That's, that's Dan They dull. did okay. Dan for a guy who wanted to go, they did okay. Oh, now, I, I in, love what they did.
3: Now, the Knicks being the third best team in the conference, is on the table, and that's not nothing. I think they could be better than the Sixers, better than the Heat. And you never know what injuries happen and when, right. the way things shake But the out. feeling was, oh, Boston took a step back. Milwaukee, Giannis is 100%. Well, Giannis isn't going anywhere, and they just added one of the best shooters in the league. So, those two teams aren't going anywhere.
1: Uh, tonight... For uh, the Manning cast, um, first half Will Ferrell. Ooh. Second half you got Sean O'Hara, just just like Will Farrell. And uh, lastly, let's hear let's hear this end of this. Um, I love Sean. Let's hear this Harlan call from yesterday. Beautiful eyes. Hear what level he was on.
2: It's first and goal.
1: That's the end of the Charger game, right? There you go. That's so that was. Thank you, Kevin. That'll do it for ENN on this Monday evening. Thank See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast.
0: Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on
1: your smart speaker.
3: Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.